This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. It's so good to have you here. And today we've got a special guest. We have Phil Roberts from the US, who's also known as Flip, and that's how we're going to refer to him going through (laughs) this podcast episode. So Flip's from Wisconsin in the US, and where I think you've also had some signs of snow you've got ahead of us. So welcome, Flip. It's good to have you here. Good morning, Steve. Glad to be here. So my first question to all my guests is, when did you meet your first alpaca and how did it make you feel? It's kind of an interesting story because Gino and Vinny were actually given to us on rescue. Back in 2008 and 2009, a gal was rescuing alpacas um, from people that just could not have them anymore as we entered into recession. And my daughter knew this person and they came to us and we were actually planning a bed and breakfast. And so we thought, well, that'd be kind of cool to have a couple of alpacas for our bed and breakfast. So she delivered them one day in the back of her minivan. And so she brought them out and and we had a quite a large size pen for them. And so we subsequently put them in the pen and silly me about 45 minutes into it, I had a dog at that time that was blind and deaf, and I brought Mystic into the pen to be able to, you know, just kind of greet the new guests. Well, the gal had just now left. I bring Mystic into the pen, and the alpacas go out over the fence. And so I've had alpacas for all of 45 minutes, and I have them running out the the countryside. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, goodness me, what a start! Yeah, I know we 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 start and we we try and do the best thing we can, and we learn very quickly the things to do and not to do. And the alpacas are great at teaching us that. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely, and and it took us about an hour to get them back in the pen. Um, oh, well done. That's quite short. <laughs> yeah. well, from that day on, I decided to experiment with allowing them to run free. Right. Um. And it was a day before the 4th of July, about a year later, that I decided that was going to become their Independence Day. And so I went out, I opened the gate, and I said, here you go, have at it. They came running out of the gate, they leaped in the air, they clicked their heels like they were the, which was the greatest thing on earth. And they ran around the yard, and they just love being out in the open and being free yeah so from that day forward i said that's a book i have to write this and and that's where i started to write my children's book excellent yeah and it just all kind of fell into place and and you know i'll just tell you the the book is called gino and Vinny come to america it's about them coming to america from peru to discover freedom and 
It starts out, Gino and Vinny were born in Peru. They came from two mothers, but nobody knew. Gino is brown. His place is quite furry. Vinny is white, and they call him a Surrey. And it goes on and on. It's a simple rhyming for kids. Yeah. And um, we have, we introduce Henry the goat into the book. I also have a German shepherd named Cassie, and she is in the book. And um, it's just a, you know, it's an interesting thing to teach people about how cool alpacas really are. Yeah, no, it sounds great. Uh, does your wife get to figure in the book as well? Uh, no. She, no. Uh, <laughs> she wants to stay in the background. I understand. And always has. And yeah, that's fine. Unit. She keeps track of everything for me. She picks up the pieces as I go along, and um, it's all good. Yeah, We've yeah, been yeah. That's, that's, wives do that very well, don't they? Yeah. And you've also got a cat, I think, Sigmund. Yes, Sigmund the cat. Sigmund is not in this book. Um, it's interesting because we learned that alpacas do not really like raccoons very well. Hmm. And when a raccoon would come around, they would start squealing in the pen and they would let me know that, hey, we got trouble here. We got raccoons. Well, my wife took Sigmund out to introduce Sigmund to the alpacas. And the alpacas seemed to think that Sigmund was a different colored raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) They started chasing the cat. Oh, yes. You know, the cats are very fast. So the yeah. alpacas, there's, and alpacas are fast as well, but not as fast as a cat. So Indeed. Sigmund was never in danger. It was, you know, it became kind of a game. Um, yes. And so, you know, it, it's, it's really cool to, to have experimented. And now I allow Gino and Vinny, and now we have Lily and Sophie. We have two females to go with the two boys. And right. when the, when the weather is right, when we're home, when we can pay a little bit of attention, we let them out of the pen. We let them just roam the yard. We have quite a few acres. And and um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. People drive up the driveway and they go, are they running loose? Oh, yes. They go, really? <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of an interesting thing. And I will tell you. I learned a lot about the universe from Gino and Vinny and mostly from Gino. And there's a picture at the end of my book that shows me gazing into the eyes of Gino as Vinny kind of looks on. <laughs> they have eyes that go into the universe. They're deep on the yeah. Those eyes. And it's like, you're seeing the heavens. I mean, it's it's really a cool spiritual experience, and um, you know, so so that's part of the ambiance that the animals bring to a property mm. is this spiritual thing of of the connection back into the days of the you know the days of Jesus Christ and and camels and and they are camelids. Um, and so they go so far back in history. Um, yeah, 
It's a it's yeah. a really neat yeah. connection that you can make with these animals that uh, bring just a really cool feeling to a property. Yeah, interesting. They're certainly special special animals. The, the um, so you had the the two. You've had those for how long now? The Gino and Vinny have the, you've they've been around years. for a while. Ten years. Yeah. So you've got to know them, and they've got to know you, and they, they do adapt to to dogs and cats. <laughs> they they develop an understanding or an accommodation at least. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I I certainly know what you mean about the eyes. There's there's a depth there. So in in terms of learning about the alpacas, I mean, obviously they've been teaching you. Have you got a connection with other people with with alpacas near you or? Well. Um... Actually, I have a friend. She's a uh, she's in the medical profession. She raises alpacas and and had started several years ago and way way ahead of me. Um, and she's taught me a lot about breed, about fleece, about all kinds of different things. You know, having to do an alpaca. And you know, for me, I didn't get into having alpacas as a business, as a anything other than we did everything to bring our property into kind of a feng shui type of spiritual place. As we created our bed and breakfast, um, you know, we found these animals to be really good for, you know, for communication, for you know, just feeling and, and just bringing a, a really good feeling to the property. And, and so when my guests would come, they'd love to go out in the morning and feed Gino and Vinny and, and just, you know, have build a little bit of camaraderie with them. And, and it was totally different because that's, you know, kind of not the normal thing on a property. Um, and then when I'd open the gate and let them out, and they could sit at a picnic table, and Gino and Vinny would stand next to them. We need out of their hands. Um, they loved it. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it is. It is. You know, when you give them space, they do adjust and find a way of um, of interacting. I find with ours that they're, they're incredibly nosy. Uh, sorry, curious. <laughs> no, no, I was right first time. They're nosy. Uh, yeah. They want to be right in the in the in the middle of things. So in terms of alpacas, what, what do you find most interesting about them? Oh, and and a follow-up question would be what do you find most surprising about them? Their intelligence. Right. Um, you know, it's it's interesting as 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 we let them come out of their pen and run free, we discovered that there's certain flowers that they really like. We had some beautiful flowers that came missing very suddenly. <laughs> and it was it was so interesting because they would go over and they would kind of creep up and they would eat the flowers. And then I would yell at them and scold them. And they'd turn around and they'd jump and they'd run. And they'd get, you know, 50 feet away and then they'd stand there and they would watch me. And they would watch me. And when I, you know, kind of lost attention and I turned my back, they would creep back to the flowers and they would start eating again. And I'd turn around and I'd yell at them and then they'd jump and they'd run away. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> yeah, um, no, they do. 
but they also consider anything you you kind of put out is is for them. So oh, absolutely, we, yeah, yeah. They, you know, it's it's just natural attraction. Um, there's certain things that they don't get in their pen, and so when they're out and about and they see these beautiful flowers, they think that that's you know just something else. We all like color on our plate. Yes, and you know having a nice, beautiful, colorful plate of food is really interesting. And alpacas are no different. They love those colors and they want to taste them and see what those are like. So, yeah. Yeah. No, they certainly love the, the stimulation of being, being out and, and having a different environment. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's true. Another interesting thing is Cassie wants to boss the alpaca. The German Shepherd, she, that's her, you know, and I never really realized that the word shepherd means that German Shepherds are also herding dogs. Mm. Um, think of them as police dogs or whatever. And no, they're herding dogs as well. And, and Cassie likes to lay out there, watch them. But if she thinks that they need, you know, a little correction, she'll go out there and, and chase them towards a pen or do whatever. And, one day they were out and they were kind of wandering towards the, I have a very long driveway and they were wandering towards the driveway. And I yelled at them and I said, no, you get back here. I'm going to get Cassie. <laughs> and they looked at me and they ran to their pen. Really? <laughs> they wow. did there you go. Cassie coming out. <laughs> so uh, no, they do. I think they understand more than we think they do. Or, or that seems seems reasonable for them to understand. They seem to understand, certainly understand, understand intent. Yes. And, and you know, one of the common questions of most people is, do they spit? Mm. And as we tell people, mostly at each other. When, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm feeding them their pellets or, or different treats, um, they... You know, they're protective of wanting to be the first one in the dish or whatever. And they will turn and spit at each other. And if you happen to be in the way, oh, well. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that, that's so true. Yes. And sometimes you're the one ducks and, and you, <laughs> you just happen to be in the wrong place. Yeah. Yes. But you, you sound like you've got a delightful relationship with them that you've developed over time. That's, that's lovely to hear. So tell us a bit more about the book. So how, how did that come about? Okay, so, you know, I, I started to let them run free. And then I've always written in different fashions, not so much, you know, never written a children's book and never had even considered it until I saw them running free. And then, you know, we've been going through in the last number of years this whole Freedom is just a, a really important and popular word in today's, you know, whether it be politics. And I try to stay out of all of that because there's no time for it in, you know, with kids and whatnot. The only thing we want to teach kids is how to be free in their heart. And freedom comes from the heart. And once we get freedom in our heart, it's freedom of expression it's freedom of feelings. It's freedom of being you. And then there's a word that I use quite often, and it's a simple two-letter word. It's the word be. 
I end all of my communications with people with me. I noticed that. That simple word, that simple word is a, it's something that I've learned over the years and that I brought into my beingness is to just be allows all negative energy to release out of the body. And you just get to be what you are, who you are, how you are, whatever that means to you, you just be. And so that's something, you know, when I talk to kids, when they come, they visit uh, Gino and Vinny and Lily and Sophie and, and they get to interact with them. And, and I give each one of them a little rock. And on that rock, it says be. And it's just kind of a, a thing for them to hold and have. And, you know, it's just a reminder of how we can allow ourselves to be who we are and just yeah. be. <clears throat> nice, lovely. That's a, so the, the book is generally available. You can get it from the usual places. Is there, there any in particular? or Buy it online on Amazon. Um, you can buy it at most online booksellers. Um, it's not in stores as of yeah. yet, but we're going there. And um, this is a series of books. It's written under what's called the Freedom Series. And second book is Gino and Vinny Explore 50 States. And it's Gino and Vinny traveling from one state to another. And I'll just give you an example Gino and Vinny have now both agreed to travel the states in this land of the free. From Iowa to Kansas to meet a great wizard and then to a state that has a cool lizard, and that'd be Oklahoma. Arizona, New Mexico, they went there by chance. And then to a state where they do the square dance, being Texas. Yeah. And they, you know, they go state to state. And, and what I'm doing is I'm presenting to educators, parents, how to have conversations with kids about the different states, something that's there in those states. It's just something to broaden communication between parents and teachers and children and being able to carry on conversations about those matters. Mm. So Sounds good. No, that's not available yet, but it's coming. Is that right? It's coming. Okay, but but the other book is available for Christmas. Correct, absolutely. There you go. And it's a, you know, I tell people I say it's a, it's a really good book, not because I did it. <laughs> I was when I got Gino and Vinny on rescue, I had no idea the reason. Now I do, because I was supposed to write this book. I'm supposed to write more books that are good education things for children. They're really good things to introduce alpacas to people that don't know them. And it's a, it's just, a, they're, they're a great uh, medium to bring really good things to kids. And so that's, that's my purpose with alpacas is just bringing that really great feeling and, and energy and, and knowledge and, and, you know, they're just a really cool animal. And, and the more people that get to know them, the better it'll be for everybody. Absolutely agree with you there. 
Yeah, so that's that's excellent. So, um, Flip, is there, is there anything else that I should have asked you that I haven't asked you? Not really. Um, that's okay. You know, it's it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's really an interesting thing to you know to visit. I let me bring this up. Myself, my wife recently visited a an alpaca farm where. They raise show-winning alpacas. They're in the real alpaca business. Um, and we found that really interesting because this is my silliness in not knowing alpacas as well as maybe I should. But boy, there's a lot of money in these animals. And I never really considered it from that aspect of taking it to that level because it, you know, I, I looked into it more from the spiritual side and no, it was, it was really quite interesting to go to one of these places and see all the, the brilliant animals and they all have similar uh, tendencies and, and, you know, friendliness and, and to go and, and meet some of these animals was, was a blessing. And so I encourage everybody to go and visit an alpaca farm, go somewhere where you can get close to them and, and be part of them. And, and yeah, you'll see it's a cool deal. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really, and that's used my usual, <laughs> uh, encouragement is for people to go spend some time with an alpaca. And that certainly makes a difference. I think being up close because you can like alpacas from a distance, but actually spending some time with them is, is really special. So, no, that's, that's really good. Thank you. Another message for people is as you get around animals and alpacas, which are a great example, they get along. I don't care their color. I don't care what I, they, where they came from, whatever, they get along. And, you know, we need more examples of that in the human race. We just all need to be able to get along. Yeah, I think that's true. We can learn a lot from our alpacas, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. And and be positive and, and look at, be blessed with, you know, look at all the things that we're blessed with. Don't look at all the negativity that, you know, um, no, it's a, it's a great day to be positive and alpacas help us get there. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Flip, it's been great to spend a bit of time with you and to, to catch up and hear about the book. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate you having me. And, and hopefully we can, you know, at some time, maybe we can travel again and I can get to England and we can. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah. So have a good time in the holiday season. And the new year is just around the corner. So let's see what the new year brings. Alpaca style. Thank you. And Merry Christmas. Thanks. Bye. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.